Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. It's all starting now for you. All that you're gonna do will be right here to see you through. from Santa Cruz was a really great, exciting uh, announcement. That is that we're doing a 21-day reset starting July 24th, which is Monday. It's going to be a metabolic reset for your body. We're going to walk you through a 21-day program of getting your body out of the feasting extravaganza summer and teach your body how to fast, how to get into ketosis. So you're going to start to burn ketones, which are your stored fat. And um, in your stored fat is a ton of toxins. So you got to make sure you do it right. Some of the biggest problems people have when they do this kind of keto diet is they go at it kind of like an amateur. I mean, you wouldn't have an amateur rebuild your Porsche or you wouldn't try to do it yourself. You wouldn't necessarily try to rebuild a house by yourself or a computer by yourself. So this incredible machine made of 75 trillion cells, each cell doing 260,000 or 60 million functions per minute, all controlled by the brain, has a lot of important functions that you need to learn, know how to take care of. So this reset is going to help you do several things. Number one, hormones are really, really important that your cells can actually uh, receive and utilize hormones. We call it hormone optimization. When your brain gets stimuli from the environment, the brain sends signals to the pituitary and hypothalamus gland in the tip of your head, middle of your head. That causes a cascade of chemicals down through the pituitary to all of the hormone producing glands in your body. And based on which um, number you press on the calculator, certain thing is going to occur. So if it has to do with excitement, um, then you're gonna have your excitatory hormones re released. Pleasure, your pleasure hormones released. And um, stress, your stress hormones released. But because of the how unhealthy our bodies are, and according to the World Health Organization, our bodies in the United States aren't very healthy. We're rated 47th in the world for health. So we also, if you've probably heard me say this 100 times, we also take 70% of all of the drugs in the world, and we're only 4% of the population. I had a patient uh, yesterday talking to me and goes, you know what, um, I'd love to get the care you uh, want or recommending to me. And again, we're not here for all patients. Not all patients are ready. Uh, we don't necessarily think we can help everybody. People need to be um, ready to be helped for one. But he goes, well, why, 
if it, you know, why doesn't my insurance cover this? And I go, well, one reason is because <laughs> chiropractic doesn't sell medicine. We sell health. So um, I'm getting off track. So I'm just going to leave that there and get back to the metabolic flexibility. Now, you have the 75 trillion cells in your body. And they need fuel. That fuel comes from the food we eat and the liquids that we drink and the air that we breathe. So what happens, a gentleman today, he uh, recently recovering from a heart attack, came in and he had open heart surgery. And he's going, you know, I crave sugar. How can this particular um, reset that you're doing help me with sugar craving? And I went, well, so really, if you think about it or break it down, there's three different types of bugs in your gut. They're called microbiome. There's a hundred trillion microbiome in your gut. You're only made up of 75 trillion human cells. So you're more bugs than human. But when you, under times of stress or under times of, and that's, that can be mental stress, it can be chemical stress from the environmental toxins, glyphosate, um, it can be the food that we're getting, which is filled up with toxins, it's GMO, and or even if you try to eat healthy, there's still a lot of bad stuff sprayed on it, or it might be devoid of minerals and nutrients because it's grown in the same soil over and over and over again. And uh, back in the 50s, they were saying that our soil is already depleted about 70% of the essential uh, nutrients we need. But what happens is, your body in the desire to survive craves different substances as far as food to make energy out of. And um, so there's three different um, avenues for these foods to be digested in the body by these three different microbiome groups. You have the group that loves sugar, real simple sugar, starches, um, carbohydrates break down into sugar. Then you have the protein carbohydrate microbiome. All they do is break down protein and they break down protein for fuel. They don't break down fat. They don't do well with um, carbohydrates. And then you have the fat microbiome that break down fat. So this is a simplistic version, but if you really take a look at this, you have the ones that are craving sugar, the ones that are craving protein, and the ones that are craving fat. Now, back in the day when we had seasons and when we were hunter-gatherers, we ate based on the seasons. So, you know, in the spring, when things, some or when the snow was just starting to thaw, there wasn't much growing. So if you weren't smart enough and you didn't put away for winter, you may have what they call starvation spring which means you've run out of a lot of your stored nuts and rendered fats and dried meats. And when spring comes, you're waiting for the grass to grow. And then you're going to go out and eat anything that you can. Well, as the grasses grow and the trees grow, and then summer comes, you start to get the harvest of the fruits and vegetables. So now you're eating that kind of diet rather than a, a maybe a meat and a nut diet and root diet from the winter. Then you get into the greens and then you get into the fruits and vegetable diet and you might kill an occasional mammoth. But 
during the winter, you're not, you don't have a lot of carbohydrates. So the carbohydrate bugs that are living in your gut, one of the three types, start to starve and die off. And then they're used as fuel. Your body's going to, has a term called autophagy, autophagy. And we're going to talk about that a lot over the 21-day workshop that starts on the on Monday, the 24th. And by the way, it's very doable. It's free. So you can afford me. And every night or every day, you'll get an email with about a five-minute instruction thing on it and probably me cooking some cool recipe that I've designed. But um, what happens during the winter is you have let's just say you have 50 of each. You have 50 of the carbohydrate eaters, 50 of the protein eaters, and 50 of the fat eaters. Well, during the winter, you don't have carbohydrates, so a lot of them die off. The weaker carbohydrate microbiome in your gut die off, and you're left with the survivors. And then maybe you end up with 15 instead of 50. But during that time, because you're having to process so much fats and oils that you've rendered, those microbiome and in as far as supply and demand proliferate and grow to make sure that it can produce enough nutrients for your body to survive. So it's a supply and demand chain. When summer comes, we're not interested in eating fats. We're more interested in eating the fruits and the vegetables and still go out and try to chase a mammoth down. So all of that proliferation of the fat eating microbiome start to die off because you can't sustain them all. So you're left with the strong, only the strong survive, right? And then all of those other microbiome are used as fuel. Your body burns them. It's not going to waste anything. But now that you're eating the fructose type of um sugars and the vegetables that break down into carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates, it's a different strain of microbiome in your gut to eat those complex carbs and turn them into fuel for us than the sugar, simple sugar ones. <clears throat> and then when we do have a harvest and the, you know, in the old days, they would have a mammoth. All they would do is sit around and eat mammoth meat for a couple months till it was all gone. Well, guess what happens to the carbohydrate microbiome? They die off even more because there's not enough carbohydrates to sustain them. Only the strong survive. You're still getting some fats in the meat. So those fat carbohydrate or microbiome are hanging out, but only the strong survive. So this way you're constantly replenishing the microbiome in our gut with a stronger version of the correct microbiome. And also the other cool thing about it is when our body is in this uh, feast and famine mode and we're out there running around like the Pima Indians that were some of the healthiest in our uh, people on earth um, are the Henzas over there in um, Afghanistan. They uh, they're very, very healthy because they stress the body to a point where only the strong survive. And this is a term called hormesis, H-O-R-M-E-S-I-S, -S, hormesis. It's very cool. Our body loves to be stressed. Mentally, we don't like stress, but our body loves stress because it actually challenges it. How do you make a diamond out of coal? Stress. How do you make hardened steel? Stress. It makes it sharper and more durable 
and lasts longer. So this deal of hormesis is something that we want to learn about and embrace. So in hormesis, when you have a proliferation of simple sugars, the, the, uh, those microbiome grow very much. And then as we don't have the sugars, they start to die down. So it's a bell curve that goes up and comes down. And that repeats over and over and over again with the seasons. We talk about stop, change, and start. Or we've talked about the fact that every cell has a cycle of life. The sun, uh, the cycles in the universe or the galaxy. The planets circle around the sun. The, the sun, the plant, you know, um, all of the planets have a circular system. We have the seasons that circulate. We have a life time cycle that circulates. A start, change, stop. So that's hormesis. Your body does really well until it starts to decay and go down. Our goal is to actually help you stay as healthy as you can so that you don't go down really quick. Once you've reached that pinnacle and the zenith of life, you're vivacious, you've, you're living on your own, you've got a great job, you've got a career, you're thinking goal-oriented, maybe you want a family, maybe you have some other goals that you want to do, <clears throat> and you go and go and go, and then all of a sudden it starts to fade. I just ran into a friend of mine uh, just now as I was walking in to do the show, chiropractor, 40 years as a chiropractor. His uh, five brothers are all chiropractors. His father and grandfather were all chiropractors. And, you know, he said, hey, I retired. I had a health issue come up and, you know, I'm, I'm having to retire. And he's, you know, probably maybe 70 something. But he was a health care provider for years and there are genetic issues for each of us that may become uh, a make break point for us in our life so when we talk about genetics or genes realize that when we're talking about a cell at the cellular level again genes exist in the cell um, you've already got uh, however many genes for breast cancer, colon cancer, Alzheimer's disease. I think there's seven genes now recognized for Alzheimer's disease. All these different conditions, um, are we have that in our genetic code. Why do some of us become plagued with these and others not? A lot of it, well, it has to do with whether the gene gets switched on like a light switch or not. Genes, bad genes get turned on in our body under moments of stress. You call that hormesis if you want. But those moments of stress are caused by toxins inside the cells that aren't able to get out of the body. So what we're doing in the 21-day reset is we're going to help our body um, eliminate the buildup of these toxins. We have um, 250 tons of toxins dumped on the planet every year, according to the NIH. Uh, we live in the most toxic environment ever known to homo sapiens. And you can't stay away from it. No matter how hard you try, we are still being bombarded, bombarded by toxins. So who lives? Who survives? The strong. How do you keep yourself strong? A good immune system? a good uh, brain, you know, neurological system, nervous system, digestive system, circulatory system, all these things have to work in order for us to stay healthy. 
you know, there's something called the health legacy that a friend of mine, Mindy Pell's coined. And a health legacy is something that we were never taught in school. We were taught about a financial legacy, you know, um, live, work, put away for the future, and then leave everything to your children. And uh, But you can't do that with your health. You can't leave your good health with your children or what's in your health account. Most people don't even think about that till they get sick. In fact, the one time people are thinking about getting healthy most is when they are the sickest. So it's really important that we start to address this. And that's what this reset's about, 21-day reset. We're going to teach about the three types of microbiome in your gut and how you starve out the weak ones and strengthen the strong ones or the good ones, get rid of the bad microbiome and, and um, replenish the good ones. And we do this by stressing out the bad ones until they die, then our body eats them. It's a phase called a, a phrase called autophagy, autophagy, self-eating. Our body lives off of this. Also, our cells, the 75 trillion cells, there's a are, there's a programmed length of life for each one of those cells. And then they die and they're replaced by another one of the same. And as we're growing up that um, curve towards the zenith of our health, when you have a cell that's as healthy as a 10 out of 10, and it begots a 10 out of 10, a few years later, it's a nine and a half out of 10. By the time you're 30, maybe it's an eight out of 10. By the time you're 50 or 60, they're probably a four or five, six out of 10. So your cells get weaker and weaker and weaker. But the DNA is the same DNA. It's the same information from birth, why are these cells getting sicker every time they replicate? Because of the toxic environment, and there's three types of stressors in our world. Physical, which has to do with the nervous system and you hitting the physical universe, like car accidents, falling out of trees like I did. Those physical stresses are uh, detrimental to your health. Chemical, again, more toxins in our environment than ever before, detrimental to your health, and mental. You know, one of the biggest uh, factors, of course, of those three stressors is your what you think about, you talk about, what you talk about, you bring about. Now, last week I did, uh, I talked about um, Tao Tzu, the um, said to be the guy that started Taoism, talked about be careful of your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Be careful of your words. Your words become your actions. Be careful of your actions. They become um, your principles. Be careful of your principles. They become your destiny. Something along that line. And a simpler way for me to remember is what you think about, you talk about, what you talk about, you bring about. So we have to get ourselves in an environment which is inducive to happy living. Okay. Now, in a time of world trauma, like the last three or four years we've been through, are systematically the peoples of earth were being put under stresses, false premises or not, that caused our endocrinism and our hormones to weaken our body, weak our, weaken our mental structure, weaken our immune system, our digestive function. How do I know this? Because under times of stress, your body goes into a fight or flight mechanism. And when we had a 
invisible tiger we couldn't see, taste, touch, feel, hear, or even know if was there, being all these things that they talked about, then we are constantly on red alert, afraid that we're going to get it. Let's wear a mask and run around the house. Let's not go anywhere, you know, and um, it's caused so much disease to the body, D-I-S apostrophe E-A-S-E, dis-ease. Our bodies have been at dis-ease because they've been so concerned about our the mental part of us, the sentient part that allows us to think, has been on high alert to a point that we were no longer at ease. Now, when that goes on too long, you get a dis-ease process occurring, and that is not good. When you're under stress, different hormones are being produced. When you're happy, hormones are produced. But the problem with non-optimal hormone function is your 75 trillion cells can't read a hormone. So what ends up happening is all of the toxins in the environment, the foods specifically that we eat, which we're going to be working on this reset um, dramatically with, uh, to create something called metabolic optimization. And I'll talk about that a little bit more. But our whole goal is what's happened inside our body with the inflammatory processes caused by stress, by the foods that we've been eating, by our body's and liver's inability to process and detoxify all of the um, 110,000 uh, toxins that we've created in the United States or in the world over the last 100 years. And let alone the glyphosate, which um, 7 billion pounds a year have been dumped in, or have been dumped on our environment. Glyphosate is Roundup. It's deadly. It opens up the blood brain barrier to allow big particles to get into your brain and further the dementia conditions that we're having. Um, <clears throat> but when we're talking about hormone optimization, the toxins in the body, and especially all the rancid oils that we've been taught to eat since World War II, the rank seed oil, the canola oil, the um, polyunsaturated oils, all these things that did never existed in nature were pushed on our parents as good oils. And they actually have created crispy cell walls and crispy arteries and crispy brains. So because the inflexibility of those oils making up the cell walls of our 75 trillion cells, hormones can't attach well to those crispy, um, non-natural cell walls. And not only that, they're plugged up with artificial chemicals that man-made that mimic our own hormones. So there's something called a, um, a xenoestrogen. Anything that starts with a Z is not good. Zeno, Z-E-N-O, estrogen. These are man-made estrogens. They come from estriols or esters. Um, rubber is made of estrogen. Um, in fact, you take plastic and add more esters to it and it becomes very flexible. So much estrogen hormone mimicking agents have been dumped into our environment there are studies now that show, and Dr. Robert Kennedy Jr. was even talking about this recently, about 
they had, I don't know how many, I think it was 4,000 certain type of frogs. Most are, they were all male and they subjected them to these estrogenic chemicals. And after a certain amount of time, those male hormone, those male frogs started to change sex. So maybe we can change sex. Different subject, different day. Um, not of this subject. Okay. So anyway, we got to figure out how to make our body healthy. We got to do this by making sure that the foods we put in our body are going to be digested by the correct microbiome, the good guys, and that those substances can get into through the bloodstream in our digestive tract, get to the cells and be digestible and utilized by the cells. We can't digest anything without a bug digesting it first. So that's how important the microbiome are. Now, because of the antibiotics that we've had, the vaccines that we've had, whether just as a kid or lately, um, the chemicals that we've been uh, around. When I was a mechanic, I would have my hands in solvents all day and wash the grease off my hands with solvents. And those solvents would absorb into the body and get um, have to be filtered out by the liver and the kidney if it could, or it would sit there and do damage to the organs. So all of this buildup of toxins in our body is a time bomb. They, the, your body though, in its wisdom, is trying to protect you by taking those toxic substances and storing them in fat cells and tissue. So ideally your liver is a big filter. It's like a huge oil filter or a vacuum filter or a house filter up in the ceiling. It filters and filters and filters the air or the oil. Your liver filters your blood over and over and over again. When your filter and your vacuum gets plugged, you clean it or wash it or replace it. Same thing within your house. Your liver, for several reasons, can start to not work correctly. One would be Simply, you have an injury to your back and it has affected the nerves going to your liver, so it can't function well. Really, up here at the atlas, the very top bone in your head is where the vagus nerve exits the spine and travels down alongside the spine and goes to every endocrine organ in your body and keeps you alive, whether your nervous, your spinal cord is intact or not. But um, when we get these toxins in our environment, and in our cells, they end up causing the cells to, the, number one, the cell wall can't absorb any of the nutrients it's supposed to. And if it does get glucose in there, which it does, or we'd be dead, but it, it minimizes it, um, then those ketones, which are fats, which I'll talk more about in a minute, and the glucose gets into the cell, and then it has to get into the cell wall of the mitochondria, the power plant, once in there, it will get into something called the Krebs cycle, where your body makes energy out of it. And anytime you make energy, there's a byproduct. Just look at the exhaust pipe of your car. And we're very inefficient when it comes to burning uh, things like glucose or sugar. So it burns, it makes energy, but it spits out all the toxins into the cell. It's like a smoky fireplace. You open up the the door to the smoky fireplace and all those bellows of smoke get in the house. It's toxic and deadly. Well, those things get into the cell and they have to be transported out of the cell through the cell wall, which again, if it's sticky and rusty, you're not going to get this, them out of there enough. 
And over after a while, it's just this kind of haze going through your body. The liver's not working well. Your skin can't detoxify as well. Your lungs are congested. Your kidney's not working well. You are now like an old jalopy running down the road, bellowing smoke, steam coming out from under the hood, and the windows are dirty and the windshield wipers don't work. So that's the state of the health of America because we are rated 47th in the world for health and we have a sickness care system that is designed to cover up symptoms and address symptoms. Like the gentleman asked me the other day, why doesn't my insurance cover what you do? Because it's not a sickness care model. There's $4.3 trillion spent last year on the healthcare system in the United States. $4.3 trillion. Do you think they want to lower that by keeping people healthy? I don't know. doesn't seem like it to me. So we become a sickness care system. We don't have a health care system in the United States. We have a sickness care system. So how do you get out of that system? Remember what the words of Robert Frost, two paths diverged in the woods, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and it made all the difference. That's a phrase people forget about at the end of that poem, and it made all the difference. So you can go down the super freeway of United States healthcare and suffer the consequences and it will land you where it does, or you can decide to take the path less traveled and really inspect it and look at the statistics. Don't take my word for it. Don't take the media's word for it. Start doing the research yourself and you're going to find out that some, you know, and even with um, when you talk about cancer, uh, I think the five-year survival rate with chemo is about, it's five years, okay? So um, you really want to figure out what turns a cell bad in the first place. Bad genes inside the mitochondria, inside the nucleus of your cell. Uh, the nucleus of your cell is where the genes are. You get toxic environment in there, it's going to turn on those bad genes and cause those kind of conditions. Now, your body the best physician who'd ever lived lives inside of your body. That's called your innate intelligence. It knows how to look, scan the body like a PET scan, find bad cells, find disease, find organs that need help and scan those and then correct it. That's the innate intelligence. Where does it get fouled up? When the nervous system gets um, interrupted and the brain can't talk to it, when the chemical hormone system gets interrupted by toxins and it can't write it because it can't, the liver can no longer de are filtrated out anymore. Or when you just give up mentally and you believe that your life is succumbing and you are the effect of everything on the planet, then you will be exactly what you think based on almost a, every great philosopher out there. So, um, Metabolic flexibility is what we're teaching. Um, the reason I'm kind of going off is a few people had questions. How do I stop my cravings? Um, what are we trying to achieve? Metabolic flexibility. What is that? We want our body to know how to burn ketones. Ketones is a, is a little known subject. People are diabetic because they are sugar dependent and the cells are so messed up that insulin can't even act on the cell wall anymore and to push the sugar in 
So what does Western medical do? They give you more insulin to push more sugar in, but they don't change your diet, nor do they say, why don't we just go out the other door? You know, it's like, why don't we just burn the other fuel that isn't inflammatory, that doesn't, isn't um, estrogen or insulin dependent? It's like you have two fuels, um, ketones and sugar or glucose. So if I'm pushing against the door here, pushing, 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 try to get the door open, I'm pushing and pushing and pushing. I'm using all my strength to do that. And I look up and it says pull. And I go, oh, I just have to open the door and pull that way. This is how our bodies are operating. They're pushing so hard trying to get that sugar into the cells because that's our diet. That's our education. Nobody's telling us any different. When you go, oh, just open the door and let the ketones flow in. So ketones are a much better fuel for your cell and especially your brain. Your brain loves burning ketones or fat, broken down fat. Now, there's a lot of misunderstanding about this. that We don't want to eat bad fats like non-natural bacon full of, um, what are those things called? Sulfates and things like that. We don't want to eat processed food. We don't definitely don't want to eat chicken that's been grown in a metal machine somewhere in California and put on the shelf as chicken. And we don't want to eat chicken that or food that's been fed grains from GMO products that has been sprayed with glyphosate and man-made chemical fertilizers. We definitely don't want to eat organic food that has a covering by BG, A-T-E-S, that is a plastic coating over the fruit to keep the shelf life for six months for an avocado. And all it says on the ingredients, 5% X, the other 95%, we don't know what it is. So shopper beware. So metabolic flexibility is getting our body to not be dependent on, glu on glucose and more dependent on this really great, nice, comfortable, relaxing food source called ketones. And it takes a while to turn that ketone machine on. If you've ever watched uh, American Pickers, you know, these two guys travel around the country looking for stuff in barns. And it's like one of them said, what the heck's this? And they brush all the dust off of it and the chicken feathers and go, Joe, come on over here. Look what I found. It's a ketone burner. A what? It's a ketone burner. Come on over. Let's see if it starts. And they start the damn thing up and it starts burning ketones. But it's got rusty parts on it. It's dirty. It needs to have the gum cleaned out of it and this and that. Same thing with your body cells. It doesn't know how to burn ketones. And we need it to be flexible. Your body, uh, fuel consumption, flexible, metabolic flexibility. So <clears throat> what is this going to help achieve? Number one, you're not going to be dependent on the bad sugar foods and cravings, which is not the brain in your head. It's the brain in your gut. It's the microbiome in your gut making you eat that ice cream. So no more guilt. Blame it on the gut. Okay, or the cereal in the middle of the night, um, or all the juice you want to drink for the sugar. So we want to work on on that meta metabolic flexibility. Now, <clears throat> one of the main things that's making us sick is chronic inflammation in your body. Um, just about every magazine that came out thirty years ago said chronic inflammation, chronic 
swelling, chronic inflammation is responsible for heart disease, responsible for cancer, responsible for Alzheimer's disease, responsible for arthritis in your joints, chronic inflammation. What causes that? I don't know, but we got something that will help reduce the inflammation. So if we can give you the medication to reduce the inflammation faster than the medication, um, the inflammation comes on, we can keep you in kind of a a fairly decent state until those joints wear out to a point they don't work anymore. Okay. That's not the idea of homostasis. Believe me, homostasis is not taking enough drugs to keep your body from getting worse. So when we understand what causes inflammation, because we know chronic inflammation causes, causes chronic disease, nobody dies of old age anymore. They die of chronic disease. So what ends up causing Chronic inflation is toxins in the body. Very simple. If you have a cut in your hand and there's toxic dirt in there, you're going to get inflammation. You can keep, and if that inflammation starts to become systemic in your blood, you can take antibiotics till you're blue in the face. But until you get the dirt out of the wound, you're not going to <clears throat> handle the problem. So we have to really go after inflammation in the body. It starts in the many different ways, but a lot of time it's your lymphatic drainage system. It starts in your feet. They start to, when you start to get these chronic diseases, your feet start to swell. You get this edema or swelling. It creeps up. It can get into your heart, your lungs, your hands, your joints, your neck, all these types of things. You start to look puffy from this swelling or inflammation and it's sticky the lymphatic fluid should be very um, clear running through the body chronically constantly you when you move your body that lymphatic sewer system takes all the cellular debris and pushes it into your circulatory system so it can get to your heart to be pumped out of your liver and your kidneys your lungs and your skin but because of so many people are unable to move because of inflammation, because of pain or lifestyle or weight. Um, so they don't. And then the body gets more and more sick. The, the fluid gets stickier and stickier. Pretty soon, the lit nerves start to die at the end of your toes. You get something called peripheral neuropathy, which can be caused from diabetes. One of the main causes, um, your blood vessels get so sticky the oxygen can't get to them and they, your feet start to die. Your nerves start to die. Then you get gangrene. Then you have to have limb amputation. It's also the number one cause of preventable blindness. Kidney failure increases your risk for stroke and heart attack. All these things having to do with blood sugar issues. What do everybody do who has diabetes? They take different things like metformin or insulin itself, but they're not removing the cause of the problem, which is a crappy cell wall with toxins in the cell wall that prevent the insulin to work on the cells. So you need to bring in an army of insulin to get the sugar out of the bloodstream so it doesn't make you die of too much sugar in your blood. And it pushes it in the cell, it's stored as fat. Too much insulin in the blood over time, which is a definition of diabetes, is um, hyperinsulinemia, because you're not, if you had the right amount of insulin, it would do its job and you're good. But when the cell walls are messed up, the right amount of insulin won't work. You need to add more and more and more. Pretty soon you're adding more um, either from your pancreas or the doctor. And then you have real hyperinsulinemia that's circulating through your body, 
your blood cell. One blood cell goes through every part of your body five times a minute. It gets up into the blood vessels to your brain that have been opened up. The blood-brain barrier is breached because of chemical toxicity, inflammation, stress, and then um, glyphosate or Roundup gets in our in body. It's terrible. It opens those uh, blood-brain barrier up even more. So now you get insulin in the brain. Well, what do you think insulin in the brain is called? Alzheimer's, okay? Hyperinsulinemia 3 or diabetes type 3 is Alzheimer's or these type of dementias. So when we look at creating metabolic flexibility and the, number one, you're not going to continue this engine producing more and more inflammation in the body all the time. By becoming um, metabolically flexible, we're going to help your cell walls become healthier because we're going to stop you eating the bad oils and we're going to start you eating the good oils. And we'll be talking about fish oils and watch. We're going to do this thing. It starts uh, Monday the 24th. It's free. You can afford me. Free. Okay. You go to uh, um, email um, Mariah at McCollumWellness.com. Email Mariah at McCollumWellness.com and say, sign me up. You'll be put on the email list. Every day you're going to get an email with a link. You click on the link. It's going to take you to a five-minute video explaining what to do that day and usually giving you a, a quick, easy, fun, healthy recipe to cook in. You're also going to be given a shopping list. You're going to be giving the guidelines on how to get this done so that we can get your body out of the inflammatory roller coaster that's going downhill fast or slow, but it's going downhill and start to slow that down and increase your body's ability to be metabolically flexible, help your body detoxify these toxins that are stored in your fat cells. We want to do it in a way that you don't get the keto flu because you're doing it too quickly. There will be many of you that will have some symptoms or some what we call Hertz reactions, which means you're having a little bit of a, of a symptomatology to detox, but that's where you can get onto the Health Rebels private Facebook group. So go to Health Rebels on Facebook, ask to join. We'll let you in. We're going to put all of the information in there. Every show for 21 days will be in there as well as in your email um, folder because we're going to send them to you. You can ask questions via that group. You can find out the support group that you have there. A lot of people are going to share recipes and this and that, ask questions through there. And then every seven days, there'll be a more lengthy um, Zoom meeting with me. I'm going to do it. They'll already be done. You don't have to attend them. You can watch them anytime you want. You could submit questions anytime you want, and we'll try to get back to you or address it in the next um, Zoom call. I'm doing it this way so I don't have to charge you. I want everybody out there that's listening to improve their health. All of you that are patients, you'll do much better off by getting the inflammation out of your body. Everything we do in the office is going to work better. The stem cell machine, we still have the $49 special. If you haven't done that, call 831-459-9990 and come in and get the stem cell done because it's bringing your own stem cells to help your body regenerate. Any of you that have been doing the stem cell machine or are simply getting chiropractic adjustments, corrective care here, by detoxifying your body and getting the inflammation out of your body, you're going to only have better results. So that's why I'm doing it. 
I want you to be happier and healthier. I want you to have less toxins in your body, get the cell walls healthier, understand about what good oils are and bad oils, stay away from the bad ones. We're going to talk about why glucose is inflammatory and what foods are the worst to eat, what foods to are good to eat. And then, of course, within that realm, there's the there's the differentiation of all of us as individuals. But regardless of anything, we all need to improve our health um, one cell at a time. And uh, we want to get rid of the bad apples cells in your body. Um, cells turn bad. And um, when they're produced as good, healthy cells, they have a life cycle then at a certain point, they, they're so programmed to die. They have a program the minute they're born to die at a certain time. It's called apoptosis, A-P-O-P-tosis, T-O-S-I-S. Look it up if you want. Apoptosis is planned cell death, but they're because of the chemicals and the stressors and the bad oils and the bad apples in our body and in our environment, these cells don't die when they're supposed to. They hang around and then they just kind of eat they demand energy, they demand food, they don't produce a darn thing, and then they turn bad. They turn rotten like a bad apple. They're gonna turn the rest of the cells around it bad. Then you get mutated cells. You can get cancer cells from it, Cam cancer growing, Alzheimer's disease. You can get all these diseases because of these senescent or senile cells. We were going to be teaching you how to get ready to do a five-day water fast if you want to. Why would you want to do that? The maximum amount of autophagy, autophagy or um, bad cells um, die at the third day of a self of, of a fast. The most stem cells are produced. It increases your sustainability, your immune system, because you're killing off the weak old white blood cells that have a tendency to hang around. Those get eaten up, and new ones are made. So you get a brand new, fresh nervous system. And, excuse me, yeah, your uh, it's your white blood cell nervous system, which is your immune system. And um, <clears throat> a doc, uh, Dr. Um, Thomas Seafried, I started this, I don't know if I finished it, in his book, uh, Cancer is a Metabolic Syndrome. Uh, he says that one five, along the lines of one five-day water fast a year can decrease your risk of cancer by 95%. So since he's the authority, I think it's worth listening to. It doesn't cost a thing. In fact, you lose, you save money by doing this program because you're going to learn to eat less. You're going to buy better foods that are going to fill you up more so you don't need to eat as much junk food to try with empty calories to try to sustain your energy and or your appetite. As your body becomes metabolically um, adapted, it's not going to crave all these different foods that are unhealthy. Your cells are gonna be able to function on a lot less fuel than before. It's not like you're going down the road with gas pouring out of everything, but enough gets into the carburetor to get it to work. <clears throat> My son Angus and I were working on the outboard motor the other day, because we wanna go do some fly fishing up in Northern California. And um, we, it, would, it wasn't idling. So we started messing around. We took the fuel filter out, plugged. You could hear the stuff rattle around in there. Well, there's part of the problem. A plugged liver, a plugged colon, a plugged prostate, plugged common bile duct causing all these issues. 
So we replaced that. And then um, we started it up and it was, we got it idling well. We were going to put some, we were going to clean the jets in the, in the carb. We still might. But he looks under at the carburetor and goes, Dad, it's leaking gas right here. We could see gas dripping out. Even though it was running well now, we were losing a drop or two of gas every, um, you know, couple seconds. And it's like, okay, great. Well, we got it running, but we're going to use three times as much gas going down the road. Not only that, we'd be polluting the river with the gas. And uh, so we got to take the carburetor about and replace the uh, little membranes in there so that the vacuum isn't pouring out gas. But the point is, how much gas are you wasting? How much food are you eating that you don't need to eat? How many empty calories are you eating? How much junk are your body trying to process in order to satiate not your brain and your head, but the brain and your gut, those microbiome demanding, you know, candy bars and sugar and ice cream and soda pop. You know, we get, let's wipe out, let's fire them. Let's evict the bad microbiome and house healthy ones. That's what we want to do. That's what the 21-day the program's for. It's not an end-all. It's a lifestyle change. Hopefully, it's going to teach you the principles so you can start to change and turn around your health. Now, we've had people do this program, have incredible results, losing even up to 15 pounds in that time. A lot of it is bloat. A lot of it's plugged up colon. A lot of it is inflammation. Um, you know, some of it's breaking down the fat cells. Some other people have a harder time at it. So different people are going to experiment, experience different things. That's why we have the Facebook group. It's called Health Rebels. It's a private group. Get in there and join. We want to make sure you're, you have access to the information you need to get the best results possible. I talked to um, several patients today in the office about the program. You know, a lot of them are saying, well, gosh, I don't know if I have time. I go, time it's five minutes you can in your cell phone hit check your email <clears throat> press the video and listen to it as you're driving home five minutes going to tell you what to eat what not to eat how to look at your meals that day there's a shopping list you're going to go shopping anyway have it on your picture of it on your phone and we go shopping only buy the stuff on the list go into your refrigerator and eliminate the other stuff so what comes after this? The next thing that we're going to do, those of you that are interested, some of you are going to find roadblocks. Probably we all will. One person's roadblock is going to be different than somebody else's. It's been said, you know, the road to happiness is being able to, to know what obstacles there are in the way and being able to handle those obstacles. So once we start, we're going to find out what's wrong with you. Why is your, is it your liver or this person's gallbladder? Or is it the stomach not being able to digest the food? Are you unable to chew because you have problems with your teeth? Do you have not the right microbiome in your gut so you can't actually process the food correctly? And maybe you have you know, digestive issues? Do you have problems going to the bathroom, common or repeated bladder UTI type things? Those are going to show up as the weak points in your body. So don't be afraid of them. Don't try to move away from them. Embrace them because those are what are going to create the longevity in your health. So I really hope that anybody 
who wants to do this can do it. Um, you don't have to live in town here. Tell your friends. We had people last time we do this in Alaska and uh, New York, um, <clears throat> all over the country. Uh, one of my um, previous attendees um, called today and said he's really looking forward to it. He lost 100 pounds last time we did something like this. And he didn't lose 100 pounds in 15 days, but he set up his lifestyle. And when we were doing that, he did it for about a year with us. And so, you know, if, if it ain't, if something ain't working and you're not getting healthy and you're taking the same medications and you're eating the same food and you're breathing the same air, you know, listen to what Albert Einstein said, which is you can't do the same thing and expect a different result. So, but if you don't know where to go, you don't know where to go. So Mariah at McCollumWellness.com, email her, say, I want in, and she'll get you into Health Rebels. She'll also, if you give us your email, we'll put you on the email list to make sure you're already getting all the emails that are going to go out. They're coming out already. Anyway, I hope that you found this interesting today. Um, you cannot fail at this. You can't fail. All you do is start again. And we used to say when we were supposed to do a 24-hour fast, you can't fail. If you start and say, I'm not going to eat till night, and then at 12 o'clock you go, oh, yes, I am. I'm eating now. You didn't fail. You just prolonged how long it's going to take for you to do the, the fast. So you can do it. Um, if you've got chronic disease, you may have to check with your medical doctor first. We are not prescribing or de-prescribing any medications. We are just trying to help you get your body better. You can talk to your medical doctor and go, look, I want to figure out how to make my body work better. I believe the best physician that ever lived, the smartest, the greatest physician that ever lived, lives inside of my body. I think it's shackled, it's handcuffed, it's got blinders on, it can't hear anything, see anything, or can't even talk. So it's time to start listening to your body's innate intelligence. Start with us right away. But Mondays when we're kicking it off, we're going to be giving you data all the way along the way. So be sure to pay attention. And we will see you all down the road. Thanks a lot. It's all starting now for you. All that you're gonna do will be right here to see you through. If you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.